All right, guys, welcome back to SNK MMA Podcast. Um, been a minute. Yeah, about a hot minute, but... But we'll be back at more normal. Yeah, very soon, hopefully. I think after this week, we'll be good. We're just going to go over last week and predict this week. We'll probably do another one. Going oh, over. you want to go over last week? Well, well, actually, let's just go predict this week, and we'll just make one big one over the... During yeah, the let's do, yeah, I'd rather do that. That's good. <laughs> Just put them all together. Um, if you want to say the overall records going into this week, so um, whatever I, it was, I or think I have them. it minus last week's. Um, because I think we'll what we split last week, if I recall. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, uh, so from the whole and all that, um, we actually tied awkwardly enough. So I am up one fight before last week's. So my overall is four eighty six, three oh seven and seven. Kevin's is four ninety eight, two ninety five and seven overall. And then my season is one ninety three, one oh seven and four. Kevin's is one ninety two, one oh eight and four. So So we're right there just to give a little and overall. We're tied after last week, so technically I'm still up the fight. Yeah. Yeah. Just give a just want to give a little overall so we know. Yeah. So yep, we yep, we 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 um we um uh, actually have been picking in that even though we have a Yeah we we do them every week. <laughs> we communicate off off here so we have our picks every yeah. good. Yep. So then our lock going. Yep. So, so but, we'll get into yep. this week's um, um Fight card starts at 6 on ESPN and ESPN Plus, and the main card's at 9 o'clock on ESPN and ESPN Plus as well. So, just want to throw that out there. So. Pretty good card. It's headline. It, yeah, it is. It's fun. It's well, it supposed card to be for a, for a national it's, card. For, it was supposed for to be uh, Sanhagen versus... Um, Rob Fault is the main event. Is the main, but it was supposed to be him versus uh, Norman Gometoff. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of movement in this one. Um, (laughs) A lot of Russians have pulled out of fights recently. I think it has to do with, like, what's going on over there. Maybe. The whole Ukraine stuff. But there's been a lot of Russians having trouble getting in and out of the country. Right. Um, So I believe a lot of it. That makes sense. I've heard that's a reason. They've said an injury, but I've heard they said they're not allowed to discuss. They're just just calling it an injury, even though it's not. Because there was, like, four other Russians part of that camp all put out of a fight. Yeah. This month. Yeah. So I think it has something to do with that. So if it's that, I guess you can't really blame them. Yeah. You can't blame them. They're about off for, no. for the so. court. But, yep. So. But all right. So kicking off the card, we have Ode Osborne taking on Asu Alberti, I think is how you say it. Abibe. Something like that. Um, Ode, obviously coming off a win against Charles Johnson back in February. Um, against, yeah, Charles Johnson back in February. Uh, five wins by knockout, four by submission, three by decision, two losses by knockout, two by submission, one by decision. And then Asu, who is 17-2 coming into this, has three wins by knockout, eight by submission, six by decision, one loss by knockout, one by decision, and he is making his UFC debut. And he has not lost since uh, April 1st of 2017. So, <laughs> he's on a nice, big winning streak coming into this. Um, right, yeah. He's the minus 200 favorite. I really like I'm going with... Let's see. 
a Sue. I like him in general. It's not even because I think he's that much better than Osborne. I just like right. Osborne actually can win this fight. I do. I do like Osborne, but uh, don't wanna. This is one of the fights I think could go either way. I think the odds. You know what? Screw it. Let's start off with the disagreement. It could be Ode. Ode. Could be Ode Osborne. I, 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 I like him better and all that. I just, I don't know. It's, I think it's more of a pick on than Oliver's. Right. Than the minus 200 to plus 170, too. So. I mean, a lot of, I mean, it's still not the crazy thoughts. No, no, it's not, for sure. Osu has been on a streak, that's nobody's not. Yeah, he has, but like I, like I said, I, d- I don't know if I trust the debuters coming into the UFC, though. That's, that's I don't always. This is one I kind of do, but. I do on this one, but I understand that there's a lot of money. Right. Plus, yeah. I mean, I guess the crowd really won't be there fully yet. Right. Yeah. But uh, then we move on to the second fight, which is Sean Woodson versus Dennis Bazuki. Uh, Woodson coming off a draw against uh, Luis Saldana back in uh, August of 22. That was the London card there. And then Dennis has four wins by knockout, one by submission, six by decision. Only two losses are by decision, and he is also making his UFC debut. Hasn't debut. lost since his Contender Series fight back in 2012 against uh, oh, Agassarian, who's in the UFC. Well, you can't use your don't trust new people. Yeah, both- that is true. That is true. So, um, yeah, um... Odds are close again, minus 175 for Woodson, the plus 150. Woodson has the more significant strikes. What was the question on this one? One for Woodson to... How many for Dennis? I forgot. I'm trying to check here. One, so they both have one submission with a piece. Um, you know what? Give me Sean Woodson. Yeah, I'm going to go with Sinatra. So, yeah, that's kind of a tough one to call. I feel like, you know, either way. It play, is. But, but, yeah, I, I think I, I like Woodson. I've watched Woodson on a couple under uh, indie shows. Right. So, but yeah, give me Woodson in that one. And then in the next one we have is Cody Durden versus Jake Hadley. Another that's a good one. one call here. Uh, Cody coming off a win against Charles Johnson back in April of this year. He's on a three-fight winning streak. And then Jake Hatley, who's 10-1 to the UFC, is coming off a win against Malcolm Gordon back in March of this year. So That's another good one. A lot of, a lot of close fights this year. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like we were talking before. You know, a lot of close fights outside of, like, the main and co-main. Like, that's the two biggest odds. And that, um, <sighs> give me Jake. Yeah, I'm gonna go Jake. I think he has the. I, I like Jake so, just slightly more. I just think he has the advantage in this fight in general. Yeah. Not more significant strikes now, permitted. But, better submission guy. I think. Yeah. Not a crazy yeah. amount, but he is. I just think he's a better fighter. Yeah, I like Durden too, but I just I think Hadley's just the better fighter in general, so give me Hadley in that one. So Yeah. And then uh we move on to Billy Quinter 
Corn Kilo versus uh, Damon Jackson. Okay, so as I was saying before the rudely interruption there, um, uh, Billy Q coming off loss against Edson Barbosa back in April this year. And then David Jackson is uh, coming off loss against Dan Ige back in January of this year, the first fight card of the year. Um, obviously, David Jackson, 15 wins by submission or by knockout, three by decision. So that's pretty impressive. Four losses by knockout, one by submission there. Um, so, yeah. So another I'm taking Jackson. Here. Minus 160 to plus 135. Who are you going with? Jackson. You're going with Jackson? I mean, the slight underdog. Um, the submission game would kind of tell me to go him, but... Uh, that's it's a tough one here. Um, the card that gives one of us a big leader now. Am I just yeah, doesn't have... The only thing is, is I feel like he only has the submission game. I feel like... Because I mean, Billy Q has four ones by knockout. He doesn't mean he doesn't have stand up. He just has. Oh, stand-up. yeah. Yeah. Because right. he's good yeah. at the ground. He's just better on the ground. Uh, it's a very close pickup. Uh, yeah, I'll go, I'll go Jackson as well. I don't know. Are you scared to disagree on that one? It's what it's what I don't feel confident picking Billy Q in. It's like I just I don't because I feel like the submission game could be an issue for him. Yeah. And that so that's why like I I think he could knock him out, but if it goes to the ground, Jackson can easily submit him. So it's like I I always bet with the submission guy. I just I it's one I'm fifty fifty on, so I don't feel like disagreeing on that one. That's well, my go-to yeah. go submission guy every time, though. Right. Well, not every time. Right, yeah. But uh, then moving on, we have Jeremiah Wells versus Charleston Harris. Um, Wells coming off a win against Matthew Sellensberger back in April of this year. Um, he's on a one, two, three, four, five, six-fight winning streak, including his fights outside of the UFC coming into that, this fight. Uh, so, big wood streak there. Undefeated in the UFC, obviously. And then Harris is coming off a win against Jared Good back in March of this year. Lost to Shafkat Rachmanov before that fight, so that's a notable, big notable loss there, but against Fair a good off. guy. Um, so, yeah. Um, this is basically a pick of minus 115 to minus 105. Um, I'm going to go with... I buy submission. See, 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 and now I'm starting to look into the submission. Who has my... By submission. Wells' only two losses are by decision. Um, How many submissions does uh, Harris have? Five. He has one more. Well, well. Well. Okay. They both one more. It's five to four. And the knockouts are five for Harris and what was the and five for Wells. So they're even a knockout wins. Hmm. Mm. 
tell. Um, I'm gonna go Jimmy Harris. Jimmy Wells. I, I had a feeling that's where you were gonna go. I was kind of fifty-fifty, honestly. I really didn't have my mind made up. Right. I mean, I mean, it is. That, that's one that's. Fight. It's a pick or fight. That one's so close. I'm just gonna go the opposite. Right. That's understandable. It's understandable. I, I don't blame it there one bit. Not really sure, honestly. Don't don't blame you one bit there for that. It's one I just I mean I like Wells too, so Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So should be a good one. So. That, that is a really good one. Um then we move on to Kyler Phillips versus Ren Reen Rayoni Barcelios. Uh, Phillips coming off a win against uh, Marcelo Rojo back in uh, February of last year. So, has first fight this year um, on a one-fight winning streak. And then Barcelos, it's going to load here, is coming off. So, um, but, yeah, like I said, it was a body kick knockout um, back in the first fair half lot. of the year. So Very fair. Notable loss because Zumar is really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, It'd be fine on this card. Yeah, that is true. It was supposed to be the main event. The pullout. So. Yeah. Um, Phillips is the slight favorite at one ninety plus to one to plus one sixty. Um, give me Phillips. Yeah, I'll take Kyler. Give me Kyler Phillips. This is a bad fighter. Yeah, I agree. So and then we kick off the main card with Luvakine Klein versus Ignacio Bonamedia Bonamundes Bonamundes or something like that. Yeah, something, yeah something, I don't really know honestly. I just saw the time. Yeah, yeah, it's something like that. Um, he is coming off a win against Trey Ogden. He's on a three-fight uh, winning streak. Um, coming into this, and then the climb is it's gonna load here. A sec, um, coming off a draw against Jai Herbert back in March of this year. So, but you know, so that, he was on a two fight winning streak. Dude. Climb is good, but I'm taking yeah. Moon Days. You're taking the other guy. Yeah, Bottom Moon Days. I'm just gonna call him that. Um, yeah, I'll agree there. I just I like him. I don't know. Right. Name's cool. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> one of the cool. And he's, he's he's a pretty high favorite. Oh yeah, yeah. One compared of that, to all the others. Not not the last two fights of the night. So yeah, he's one of the only actually high ones outside of them too. Yeah, even that high. But uh, yeah. On the Tanner versus Alexa. Camus. Yeah. Uh, Bozar coming off a loss against Ian Kutelaba back in April of this year. He's on a two-fight losing streak coming into that. Um, and then Alexis is got five wins by knockout, one by decision, and there's only two losses there by decision, and he is coming off two back-to-back losses. Hasn't fought since 2021 was his last fight. Um, give me, give me Tanner. 
Tanner Bozar or Bozer. I'm not really even confident in him winning that, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's one that's... I'm not confident in either, but right, you're not confident either. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so. you know, I almost absolutely. wanted to. Go, I almost wanted to go with the other one just because I don't really know. Right, it's a fifty-fifty. It's the... literally, but I'll yeah, Tanner. Right. And then we have Diego Lopez versus Gavin Tucker. Uh, Diego coming off that uh, short notice fight loss against Ivalov, uh, where he looked actually really good despite it a loss. So he got the UFC contract clearly. Um, his next fight is against Gavin Tucker, who is coming off a loss against Dan Ige back in March of 21. Um before that, he was on a pre-fight winning streak there. So, um, and you know what? I'm going to ride the momentum of Lopez. Give me Lopez this one. I think he looked really good. Yeah. I think I think this guy's a sneaky contender in that featherweight division. I don't I think. think he's that good. I think he can be. He can be. I'm not saying he is either. But. I... Don't know about that, but I'm gonna go with Lopez <laughs> also. <laughs> I, I I don't, uh, I don't know. I, just, I think the kid has he's, potential. He's, I think he's, he's, he's he's all right. <laughs> he's got potential. He's, he's all right. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm also, he's, he might ever fight for the belt, but he could. I'm also <laughs> gonna go Lopez. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I already so, got that. Yeah. But uh, maybe. So maybe maybe. maybe. Maybe, you never know. It's, it's possible. <laughs> right. Then we run into uh, Dustin Jacoby versus Kennedy when Jokaku. Yeah. Uh, Dustin, on a two-fight losing streak, last fought back in April of this year, where he fought Azmat Mirzakhanov. Um, where he lost there. And then Kennedy is coming off one against Devin Clark. He's on a three-fight winning streak. Last fought May of this year. Um, Jimmy uh, give me Kennedy. Kennedy. Yeah, I like Kennedy. I like Kennedy and, and Zakuku. I think he's really good. For the, so, thank you. Yeah, to me that's kind of a no-brainer. But I mean, I mean, I, I'm not counting on nah. Kobe either. He's good enough to to win that fight still. But I, th- I think I'm counting him out. Oh my, I, I'm not, but I I think Kennedy does get this win pretty easily. But you know, I guess you never know. So, um, but yeah, then the co-main of it here, which the odds are kind of weird for this one. You wouldn't think it would be. Yeah, it's a different one, Mom. More different than you would think normally. Huh? I said it's different than you would think normally going into right. Yeah. One of her fights. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you read that one. What? I read the last. I was, I was waiting for you to read it. For you with that, and I'm like, no, no, wait, you read that one. Yeah, um, I was waiting for you. I was wondering, like, you did. Right. Read that one. Uh, so we have Jessica Andrade versus Tatiana Suarez. Um, Jessica Andrade coming off loss against Yan Sanan back in May of this year. She's on a two-fight uh, losing streak coming into this. Okay, so then Tatiana has uh. Two wins by knockout, 
four by submission, three by decision. And she is obviously undefeated in the UFC. Um, she's won, what, uh, one, two, three, four, five in a row. Yeah. That's her ultimate fighter win, I think. She, or... She's been on a roll. Yeah. Um, the odds of this one, minus 370 for Tatiana Suarez. 90 for Andrade, which is kind of nuts considering Andrade is... Should be really good, but I don't think she is anymore. I, I think Andrade is burnt. Right. And that is why I'm going Tatiana Suarez. In this yes, one. Suarez. <laughs> it's nothing I, against Andrade. In that, I normally would always pick Andrade, but she's just not looking the same. She has not looked good in her last two fights at all. Like, which is crazy just, to think. That's crazy to think that. Like, She's usually the uncrowned champ, but... Right, yeah, something's something's going on. I mean, yeah. I mean, would it even surprise you if she loses this one that she just? No, I think I think she took a good bit of time off, so it wouldn't surprise me if she actually wins. But yeah, never. Yeah, May, well, May May of this year was her last fight on the Sterling. Took Studios. a bit of time. It's three months. Yeah, I guess, but uh, I guess I would more, think like more than the two three weeks she normally takes off. Yeah, that is true. That is, that is true, I guess, according to that. But, yeah. She usually... But, yeah. I think... Yeah, I don't I, know. I think she might be done. I don't but... like you said. I agree with you there. Although, but... but then we move on to the main event, which is... Corey Sanhagen taking on Rob Font in a replacement. Yep. Um, um, Sanhagen on a two-fight winning streak last fought. Uh, Marlon Barra back in March of this year. Um, and then Rob Font is coming off one against Adrian Dianez back in April of this year. Uh, Rob Font was supposed to fight fight Song Yudong, I think, upcoming here, but Song got injured in that. Oh. So, so he stepped in Umar's place to fight Sandhagen. And yes, but- it's uh, of... minus three eighty for Sandhagen to plus three hundred for Font. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna take Rob Font. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm gonna take Corey Sandhagen. Font's <laughs> good. I like Font, but right, I think he can beat the top five guys. Yeah. So yeah, I think Sandhagen is just too good right now. That yeah, I think I think that'll be a no brainer win there. But yeah, I, I agree. I so. think. I think it's too technical. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I said, main card is at 9 o'clock on ESPN Plus. Prelims start at 6 on ESPN Plus. Um, I know me and Kevin will definitely be bouncing back and forth because SummerSlam is also tonight for WWE. So. And let's go, Nate Diaz. Oh, my. Beat Jake Paul. You know that's not going to happen, right? I'm hoping. And I'm going to be having three different tabs open tonight. Oh, God. I'm watching all three. No. But, yeah, so I uh, think that pretty much does it, unless you got a take. Or... Oh, yeah, Kelvin Gaslam, retire, please. Oh, my. Please retire. He what? is in the last five years now. Uh, 13 fights have been canceled or delayed with him. Eight of them are because of him. Yeah, that is. It's more that than half. Like Pretty wild. Uh, to retire. Yeah. Can't fight. Right. 
You don't lie. Your body can't even handle training. Just that's it. Yep. So. But yeah, that's all I got. I think that pretty much does it. So follow us on the socials: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, SKMMA Podcast. Um, we'll try to be back next week for the uh, Vicente Luque versus RDA fight. Which yeah, we should. Should, should, should be should be a good before one. the wins. So, yeah, and then uh, be on the lookout for a big catch-up episode of all the fight cards that we've missed and all that probably since what 280 88 really i think yeah yeah since like 288 on so it's gonna be a it's gonna be a big one so but yeah we'll catch you guys uh next week with another episode have a good one guys bye bye